Welcome to the Short-Term Rentals Podcast. Here we share all of the latest news, opinion and intelligence from across the burgeoning short-term vacation rental space, along with thought-provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name is Paul Stevens, editor of Short-Term Rentals and host of this week's episode. For episode 34 of the Short-Term Rentals Podcast, it's my pleasure to be interviewing Susan Ho, the head of the newly launched Hopper Homes, the short-term rental brands of online travel agency Hopper, about alleviating traveler anxiety during the booking experience, its strategy for attracting, protecting, and retaining new hosts, and how Hopper Homes will position itself in the OTA space and from a brand loyalty perspective. This episode is kindly sponsored by Flywire and Noiseaware. So welcome to the Short Term Rentals podcast, Susan. Very exciting to have you on as you've just launched Hopper Homes. So uh, let's kick things off by asking you to please introduce yourself, Hopper Homes, and the services you will be providing in the short term rental industry. All right, thanks, Paul, for having me. <clears throat> so I'm Susan Ho. I'm the head of Hopper Homes. And at Hopper Homes, we're aiming to offer customers the best selection, the best prices, flexibility, and convenience uh, when booking their vacation rental. Excellent. And could you just, um, I mean, we were talking about a little bit before we went on uh, press record. What was your actual thinking behind uh, expanding into the short-term rental vertical by launching Hopper Homes? And why particularly now? Yeah, so... Hopper's actually been thinking about homes since uh, 2016. And, you know, we've known that our customer base, especially being very Gen Z and millennial focused, that customer base is actually twice as likely as the average traveler to book a home. And when we surveyed our customers, we confirmed this and found that 40% of them actually prefer a home to a hotel, uh, while 24% are really indifferent between the two. So for us not to have homes was such a gap in our ecosystem. Um, and we really take the approach of working backwards from what our customers want to see from us. And time and time again, it was always, you know, advocation rentals, advocation rentals, advocation rentals. And as to why now specifically, uh, so with, with any fast growing company, um, the challenge to getting people to execute or build out a new product for you is always around finding the right team. So I ran a startup called Journey for seven years. It was a concierge trip planning service. And my team was acquired by Hopper in May, and uh, we started building out vacation rental homes uh, as a vertical for Hopper back uh, just eight or nine months ago. Wow. And I mean, I, I heard there's, there's a lot of different developments um, going on in the back end that we're probably going to hear more over the coming months. Is that correct? There is a lot of work that is coming out um, across the app. The actual development timeline was only about four months. Uh, so what you're seeing right now is a very early uh, MVP version, and there will be many more features coming out in the next coming months. Excellent. We look forward to um, hearing more about that. And you mentioned your app as well. I believe, um, or according to um, you know, what we've seen, you're the most, Hopper was the most downloaded a travel app in North America in 2021. So it's interesting, your, your business proposition, and particularly this mobile app I mentioned, appears to be sort of primarily geared towards Gen Z and millennial travelers. You've already um, alluded to that. 
is do you think is this a is this a conscious decision based on current trends or do you expect to attract other demographics beyond these yeah so the gen z and millennial customers i mean this is certainly our core customer base this is the customer base that hopper has acquired um, over many many years by offering and creating a mobile app that provides real value to customers right i mean we are experts in pricing we have collected more data on real-time flight prices than any other company in the world and we're 95 percent accurate at telling you if your flight price is going to go up or it's going to go down right so there is real utility in the app and that's why we have um, such a sticky customer base and that's why we're able to have a long conversation with our customers over time and that's what you're seeing in the app acquisition numbers and that's why you know I think Hopper has been so successful at being the number one most downloaded travel app uh, in North America last year ahead of you know many of our much larger competitors in the space and you know the as to the core customer demographic it's it's a really great core customer demographic that um, has really helped Hopper gain share in recent years. So despite COVID, right, we doubled revenue in 2020 um, when the Delta and Omicron variants were raging. Hopper was actually gaining share while our competitors were losing share because our younger core customer base was taking advantage of the lower rates to continue to travel. Um, but in terms of you know, how the demographic is going to evolve from here, more and more, you're going to see us attracting a wider demographic as we expand our offerings into Hopper Cloud and as we start to offer these services to more traditional travelers as well. Okay, you, you heard it here first. So, <laughs> and so how, because what, what you're talking about there and, and everything that we've read so far about Hopper Homes um, to some extent, it very much seems that you're intending to alleviate travel anxiety during booking experience. It's something that we've reported on quite extensively, um, sort of cancellations and pricing earlier on in the pandemic. So how have you crafted your um, dynamically priced cancellation and change products to ensure this increased flexibility that we've heard so much about? Is it, has it been prompted by what we've seen in the pandemic so far? So it, it's still early here, but you know, I'll touch on a couple of points. So one aspect of alleviating traveler anxiety during the booking experience is really that transparency is key, right? 47% of our travelers said that price is the biggest driver of frustration when they're booking vacation rental homes. And, the, and, and that's particularly when prices are much higher when they're checking out after all the cleaning and other service fees are bundled in, right? So that's one aspect. Another 22% are most frustrated when booking a vacation rental home because of the cancellation policies, the payment policies that can be confusing, um, hard to decipher. Uh, and so we really aim to be very, very clear with our customer upfront about the total price that they expect to pay. Um, you'll see if you go into the Hopper app right now and browse homes that will show you the average nightly rate, but right there on the listing view of all of the properties that are available, for um, your dates uh, will show you the total price for the number of nights that you want to stay upfront with all the fees included. So that's really, really key for us in terms of um, being really transparent with our customers so they don't have to stress out and they're not surprised at the end when they go to check out. Mm -hmm. uh, the second aspect of this is, as I said, you know, it's still really early for homes, but if you look at the products that we've offered in other verticals like hotels and air, you know, we've offered uh, flexibility to customers in the form of a hopper price free cancellation rate 
So we've done this in hotels where we'll basically take the hotel's lowest non-refundable rate, we'll price our own free cancellation rate that is you know, a percentage higher and give the customer flexibility to cancel that hotel room last minute. Um, and then if you look at the products that we offer in Air, we offer an add-on cancel for any reason or exchange for any reason product um, towards the end of checkout. So, you know, uh, again, still early for homes, but if you look at these other products, these are definitely things that we are planning to test with our customers within homes. Mm. And you state, of course, that you're early in the um, Hopper Homes growth phase and, you know, you've been developing this for a couple of months. It was only announced uh, last week, the official launch, yet you're actually launching with um, more than two million properties in your inventory and, and growing on a daily basis. That sounds hugely impressive at launch. What policies are you putting in place to actually attract new hosts from other platforms as well as retain and protect them? Because we've seen with other um, OTAs and platforms that this has been a, a contentious issue during the pandemic. Right. And, and we're certainly aware of that. You know, for, for the time being, I will say we are focused on the professionally managed piece of the market for now. Right. So Paul, you being in this space, you know, you know roughly 50% of the market um, of vacation rental inventory sits with professionally managed um, properties that, uh, you know, are managed by property management companies. And, you know, we find that for Hopper currently that this is the best way to offer our customers a really consistent product um, and, you know, something that allows the customer uh, peace of mind when they check in, that they know that there is um, a company with a full-time staff to help them uh, with any needs that they that might come up and so you know for us it's, it's very intentional to start with a professionally managed side of the market and with that you know what we're focused on building out for the property management companies is ensuring that hopper has the best onboarding process um, that um, we have the best support in case you know there there's any questions and they want to reach out to our team that there are real human beings that they have access to um, to resolve any issues that are coming up on their end. So that's really what we're focused on for for right now. Okay, and um, and this ties in quite neatly with my next question. And um, from Focus Rights Research, it, it said that eighty nine percent of travellers now belong to at least one loyalty program, and it got me thinking about. How would you go about assessing brand loyalty in, in the short-term rental space? Because I'm thinking, do, do you believe it can actually reach the same level as we see in, in other travel, hospitality, transportation segments like we see with the, the rest of um, Hopper, Hopper's offerings with flights, cars, hotels? Um, I believe as well you've got your own carrot cash credit system as well? Yep, yep, we do. Um... I think, you know, our approach to this space and, and to building homes within our ecosystem, Carrot Cash is, of course, part of that strategy and a core part of what we're able to offer customers, right? So when you book a flight, you earn a percentage back in Carrot Cash that you can then use towards a hotel or a home. If you book a hotel or a home, you can then earn Carrot Cash that you can use to rent the vacation rent the um, rental car that you use to drive to the home, right? So all of this is what we're doing to keep customers within our ecosystem. And, you know, you talk a little bit about brand loyalty in the short-term rental space. I, I, don't, I, don't, I assume you might be meeting, talking about brand loyalty to a specific 
company or, or to a specific brand within the space, like a, a Sonder or like um, a cost of living, et cetera, et cetera. So 70% of our customers are actually brand agnostic, but we have an incredibly loyal customer base to Hopper because of care and cash keeping customers within the ecosystem. Fantastic. Is, is the sort of carrot cash credit system actually about ensuring this end-to-end um, sort of booking experience, whether it's, it's the transport to the rental, it's the flights afterwards, as well as the accommodation? Exactly. So it's everything that a customer will book on Hopper, we want them to be able to earn carrot cash on and be able to spend carrot cash on. And this is really a key part of our value proposition, right? We're planning to first, you know, aggregate the best selection of homes on the market. We're planning to ensure, and, and you know, we're doing this already. We're multi-sourcing all of our inventory and showing customers and booking them through the lowest cost channel that we are getting that particular um, home from. Uh, so we guarantee, we, we will offer a best price guarantee at some point in the future in this space as well. And on top of that, customers can earn carrot cash and have um, credits and carrots in their wallets all the time to be able to book future travel. So this is how we're thinking about the space and how we're thinking about creating, um, you know, really the best in class travel ecosystem for a customer to book in. Sure. And I guess my next question, I'm, I'm really interested to get your thoughts on this. How, how do you think Hopper Homes um, can position itself as a long-term competitor with the likes of um, Airbnb, Booking or Expedia, or, or do you see Hopper in a way standing alone its own right, trying to do something completely different? Well, like I said, Paul, it's, it's, it's really early for us in this space, right? But I can tell you what Hopper's approach has been, um, you know, when we enter any market, we always listen to our customer and we work backwards from what our customer needs. That's the key part of our strategy. Uh, and, you know, when we look at the vacation rental space, um, we take a, a very different approach, right? Our customers are not necessarily looking for um, unique cultural experiences all the time when they are going to travel. They're not necessarily looking for, um, you know, uh, to, to stay in a different vacation home property um, every month. Um, they are customers who care very much about price. And they've told us that that's something that's important to them. And so we are going to do everything that we can to ensure that they are getting the best price when they're booking a home on Hopper. We want to make it true that the only reason you would ever book a home not on Hopper is because you like to pay more. So um, in terms of how we're comp com competing in this space, it, it really is just around that. That is the only thing that we're thinking about in our strategies. What does our customer care about and how can we offer it to them in a way that is delightful and that adds value and that protects their investment in travel? Excellent. Uh, and finally, um, just to give us a bit of a taste maybe of, of what we can expect in the future. Um, don't know how much you can reveal right now, but what, what can we expect to see from Hopper Homes over the coming months or, or even years? Uh, so for Hopper Homes specifically, you're going to see us uh, getting to parity with the other verticals within Hopper, right? So products like price prediction, we've talked about free cancellation, we've talked about cancel for any reason insurance. Um, all of these things are products that exist with either uh, flights, hotels, um, and cars. And we plan on building this offering within the home space as well. 
So th there's already a roadmap for you there. Thank you very much. We're really looking forward to seeing development of Hopper Homes um, within the coming years. Thank you very much, Susan, for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you've uh, enjoyed our conversation. And of course, with any luck, we'll get a chance to meet in person in the not too distant future. Sounds great. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for listening to this week's Short Term Rentals podcast. And a big thank you again to Flywire and NoiseAware for sponsoring this episode. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to shorttermrentals.com and sign up to our weekly e-newsletters.